Now, to have that connection, to develop this connection, and if you want this deeper connection with yourself, you know, spirit team and your loved ones, or in the universe and overall, which I'm encouraging you to do, and I'll be surprised if you found my podcast, if this is the first episode you're listening to, well, maybe this is a sign from universe that you need this in your life. Welcome, I'm Peter Williams, and for the past 10 years, I've been connecting with thousands of people from the stage and online to help them discover the importance of spiritual and energetic practices so they can thrive with confidence, clarity, and purpose. It is time to awaken your connection, align with your soul, and achieve your own inner power right here on the Inner Power Podcast. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of the Inner Power Podcast. Today, I'm going to lead you in a little different, and we're not going to waste any time. So here we go. We're going to start off with a bit of a parodied old proverb that has been around. You has been around for a while now, and you most likely have seen it. And if you haven't, it's an absolute beauty. Regardless of where you are, this one will really help you. It was, it's going to set the tone for this episode, and I'm really looking forward because to walking you through this because it's going to really help you to understand uh, what and how to connect about your inner power. So it fits absolutely beautifully, and so let's work through this together. This little proverb, it is parodied, so don't quote me, but the whole thing is it will serve its purpose for us here right now, and I really would love for you to work with me as you're listening to this or watching this on YouTube. Now, the whole thing is there are two wolves fighting inside of yourself. One wolf is white. The other wolf is black. Now you need to ask yourself which one wins? As soon as you heard that question, there would have been an immediate answer. And I really want you to hang on to that answer for the moment. We're going to come back to this. We're going to explore this one a little bit in depth, but it doesn't matter how many times you do this. There's always an immediate answer. And that's the one that you've got to trust because it's what it's all about. So hopefully you've got that answer. Just remember, there's two wolves inside of you. One is black, one is white. Which one wins? and hang on to that answer. And it's going to really help us, and it's going to beautifully round out this episode, and I really hope it will help you by the end of it. But in the meantime, as you would say, you kind of go, hey, what's going on? Okay, uh, I've had a quick look at the title, and it's like, you know, is this silence, you know, good or bad? And now you're talking about wolves. And yes, it is a little different, and it has started a little bit different, but it will really help you to come to understand, you know, what I'm talking about. Now, the reason why... I really want to do this episode is because it's a big thing and it's a big thing that I walk people through. It's such an important tool. And what you need to understand is that silence in your life and silence in your mind is very, very important, but it is also very, very powerful. Now, here's the thing. The big question is, you know, is the silence in your mind good or bad. Unfortunately, there is a version of it and there is a version and it does either fall into the good or bad category. I usually don't like to look at things as good or bad, but in this case, 
there is because it really affects how you are connecting with yourself. Now, why is the silence important? The silence is important for this, for the very tool, the very thing that I love uh, talking about, the thing that I teach people and kind of work through is to be connecting with that inner power. That inner power is your connection. It's the connection to yourself. It's the connection to you know, spirit, your spirit team is connection to your intuition. And it's also the greater connection to the universe. But the whole thing is to get or develop and work with that greater connection. You really have to embrace and work with the silence. And if you can't get comfortable with the silence, you will find it very, very tricky and very, very difficult to get that connection, to really develop that connection and really have that ultimate trust in yourself, that trust in life that's going to work out okay and trust that you're going to be guided and see things for what they are. So this is where it kind of comes in and this is why being okay with silence is an important thing but talking about the silence within yourself is just as important and I don't believe this is a topic that is talked about enough and that's why we are here. Like I said, it's really important for that connection overall the reason for this is because when people like all the time like you know whether it's uh, in the dms or whether it's going to be when i'm on stage or just after an event that i've done or a workshop they kind of come up to me say you know pete um really love it i I can see the connection i love the way that you connect i love that way you're you know you're conversing and trusting spirit and i really love to have that i really want to be on the same kind of path and i would like to do what you do but the question is where do I start and it's always the same answer and it's an answer that no one really likes and it's meditation you might have gone oh meditation right and no it's a every time I mention that word it it does a lot of people you know hear it and they begrudgingly go oh because they will struggle with meditation whatever else now this is not so much about meditation I'm going to save that one for a, a little bit later But it does bring up an important thing because what meditation is, is a little bit about finding your mind. And a part of that mind is finding the silence in that mind. So that's what this is about. It's not so much meditation or the act of meditation itself. It's what it produces or it's where it leads us. Now, to have that connection, to develop this connection, and if you want this deeper connection with yourself, you know, your spirit team and your loved ones or in the universe and overall, which I'm encouraging you to do. And I'll be surprised if you found my podcast, if this is the first episode you're listening to, well, maybe this is a sign from universe that you need this in your life. But the whole point is that it's the meditation and the result or the thing that it produces is what's really important. And that's through that silence and through that one mind. And this is where we've got to figure out whether it's going to be good or bad. The reason why I look at this, and this is why it's important, because to develop and to know you are getting that trustworthy connection is you need to make sure you create space for yourself. And so this means, you know, removing all the the junk. I call it the junk in the trunk. And no, it's not the one that sits in the bootay. It's the junk in the trunk, which unfortunately the trunk that gets used a lot is in our head and it's our brain. And the whole thing is you need to create space. You need to open that up so you can actually let that flow happen. To do that, we have to find a level of silence. And this is where it comes in. Now, here's a beautiful, beautiful thing that 
my spirit team led to me and kind of uh, said to me around silence, they said, well, silence is a powerful thing. And they said, in silence, there is either peace or pain. Now, I'm just going to say that again. With silence, there is either peace or pain. And I just want you to sit on that one for a second because when you really do think about it, and when I received this for the first time and I wrote it down, I was like, boom. I was like, wow, I have never really thought of it like that. I've never seen it like that. And the whole thing was it is so simple and so true. So this is why it's important. This is what I'm talking about. When you are sitting with yourself, when you are with your own thoughts, when you have that moment of little to no distraction, you know, no technology, no phone, no Netflix, all that kind of stuff. But, you know, it could be just that five minutes where you're waiting for something and you're just waiting outside or whatever for a friend to get the coffee or whatever. You just got that moment. And we all have those moments where we are just with our own thoughts. And then you can start to see whether those moments are either ones of peace or pain. Just to kind of clarify, okay, peace will be you kind of having happy thoughts, okay? So peace doesn't mean like, um, and you're sitting on that side of the mountain and everything's completely calm or you're, you've got no mind or no thoughts, okay? That's a different level or aspect. But just for this case and just to explain it for every day since you're listening to me is that let's just look at it on an everyday basis rather than that very deep meditation level. The everyday space, you have moments of silence. You have moments to yourself. And let's just say any little moment that you have to yourself is a moment of silence for you. So you're not distracted. You don't have someone talking to you. You're not listening to a podcast. I appreciate you taking the time. But the whole point is you have that moment to yourself. It's in those moments. It's in those little moments. That's your silence. That's the silence for you. That's the silence for the rest of the world. And you're in your own, own world, your own, your own bubble, your own mind. If you are feeling happy, if it makes you smile or you're getting excited or things like that, I would start to put that into the peace category or, you know, your silence, the silence in your mind is good. Now, when it comes to the pain or your silence being bad, this is where you will find that you're getting frustrated. When you start thinking it, it brings your mood down, just completely brings it down. You start to feel heavy. You really don't feel good. Your body language will even change, like your shoulders will drop. You'll start tilting your head and look down. All of these things will indicate to you that your moments of silence or your little moments are not so much in the positive category. You're probably leaning more towards that pain. Now, when I'm saying like pain and, and it's bad, like you'd be having these on a very regular basis. We're all going to have them, but I'm just saying you're going to have them on a more regular basis. That's letting you know that your silence or those moments are not positive or good for you. And if you are in this space, you are going to find it somewhat difficult to connect with yourself. It is just, you've got a big cloud hanging up in your brain. You'll have that brain fog and it doesn't matter how much you think about it or how much you talk about it. It seems like there's no way out or it's a no-win situation. 
And all of a sudden, you will find yourself in that <laughs> awkward and crappy space of um, analysis paralysis. You're thinking about it so much that all you can think about is thinking about it. There's no solutions. There's no outcomes. There's no action. There's no forward movement. It's that stuck energy. And if you're in that, then you really are in that analysis paralysis. And that's kind of like leading to more with that silence is pain. You're not there. Why this comes up is because if you're having this more and more and more and more, you're actually going to avoid getting into your silent space. You're going to avoid sitting with yourself and getting into that space. You will do everything. You'll distract yourself. You, you'll, you'll whack it out there on social media. Hey, guys, I'm bored. What's the latest craze or next binge-worthy series that I can hit up on the next, you know, streaming service? And someone will give it to you. And therefore, you'll spend five hours at night just binge watching so it will distract your brain you may very well um jump on you might be a gamer for example because i'm a gamer hey nothing no shame in that i love my nintendo but the whole thing is you might be you know gaming because it's a great welcome distraction so you're not sitting with yourself and sitting with your thoughts you might all of a sudden find that you're accepting invitations you're reaching out to friends to keep yourself occupied physically as well so that way you're not sitting with it or sitting at home sitting with yourself and your thoughts because you don't want to now we've got to be careful here because that is avoidance and that is not going to help you that is kind of almost running away because i can tell you right now if you're in that space if that resonates with you you are not facing it and all you're doing is delaying it those thoughts those feelings everything that's connected to it they're still going to be there regardless what you want if that is you if that resonates with you, what I've just laid out there, then your silence, your world, your thoughts are leaning a little bit more towards that space where you're not going to be able to connect with yourself. That's me. I'm not looking at this necessarily as a good or as a bad thing, but if you really want to start thriving in your life rather than surviving, if you want to get off that autopilot, whatever else, you're going to have to get comfortable with those thoughts. You're going to have to get comfortable with sitting with yourself. And the whole thing is it's getting comfortable with it, but then also teaching yourself, learning how to get back to this good space. And the thing is, when I even mention meditation, the reason why a lot of people don't like meditation is they say, my mind's too busy. Meditation will actually bring you to face and be with your thoughts. And if you're constantly thinking, right, that's actually not a bad thing, but that's the whole point. That's like, it's a part of inner power. It's conscious living. Meditation makes you consciously aware of what's going on in your mind. That's actually a powerful thing. It's not something you should be scared of. It's actually a very, very powerful thing. So you've got to be aware of it. Now, the whole thing is, you'll know, even as you're listening to this, you'll be like, yeah, Pete, I know I've, I've done this, or this is where I'm at, and I'm not happy the way that my mind is thinking, not happy where my thoughts are, whatever else. That's cool. Let's acknowledge it. Let's let's just say, yes, okay, we've got that. But how do we start the movement towards a better silence space? How do we start getting towards a happy or a peaceful state of silence? How do we get ourselves to that space away from where I can deal with this? So when these kind of negative thoughts or these negative thinking patterns pop up how do i bring them back or how do i get back to that silence 
Now, this is a really important thing. This is something that you can learn. This is something that you're going to have to practice at. It really is a muscle within your brain. So it's a really powerful thing. The more that you understand that, the more that you'll be able to work with that and the more that you will be able to move into this better space with yourself. And of course, the more you move into that peaceful space, the more you're going to have that greater connection, the more you're going to have greater flow in your life. And that's what I want for all of you. So what I'm going to do now is I'm just going to give you two very easy ways that I know and I have used personally to get yourself back into that space or to help you to stay away or kind of like work that pain space or that kind of analysis paralysis space and bring it back to yourself, all right? The first one, you've probably heard it, you may have used it, you may not have, but it is gratitude, right? I really hammer this home so much with my members within Empower because it's such a powerful tool. I really came to understand its power and it saved me and it really did. So if you're there and you're having those kind of not so pleasant thoughts and you're at that point, I can tell you right now, I've been there, very, very slippery slope. It's not a great space to be in, not at all. And I just remember I felt like it doesn't matter what I did in my world at the time, it didn't feel like it was enough. I didn't feel good enough. And I almost felt like there was no way out. It was a really tough time. It was, for me, in my life and my world, it was what I would consider a very dark time. Uh, Everybody's different, but it was for me. But I remember, and I still don't know how I got to this point, but I just remember as like, I just need to carve out some time for myself. And so that's what I did. And I took myself off to the beach one morning just as the sun was coming up or just as it has come up. And I remember walking down onto that beach the very first morning I did this and I was still in the headspace. I'm like, cool, I'm here. I'm going to do this because I felt guided to do it. And then as soon as I got down to the water's edge, all I could, and as the sun was literally just popping up over the horizon, I was just in awe, absolutely awe of the beauty of it and I had forgotten just how beautiful a sunrise was. I had forgotten how beautiful the place that I lived in was because I was so caught up in work, I was so caught up in trying to survive, I was so caught up in trying to pay bills and when you that, that's autopilot and you forget And it was in that moment of watching the sunrise, it was in that moment of listening to the beautiful waves crash and wash up on the sandy beach, I was like, this is beautiful. And it was in that moment I had gratitude. I felt it. And that's the thing with gratitude. You've got to feel it. And I really felt it. And it was in that moment I felt it. It took me to a whole different space. I forgot about my world. It seemed as if my problems were actually insignificant and I was like, there are beautiful and amazing things in my life and I just didn't see them. I I wasn't seeing I was like, they were there and I was constantly looking through my eyes and they were coming into my brain, but I wasn't acknowledging them. I wasn't seeing them for what they really were. And it was also in that moment that I was like, and I felt this change 
immediate change and I felt so much better in myself by just going, wow, this is beautiful. I'm so not just thankful, I was grateful to have this because in that one moment I remembered what I was here for and I was to enjoy these particular things. And from there it went further. I immediately just started taking in a big deep breath and just having a moment. And I was like, wow, like I've got beautiful, fresh, clean air, which a lot of places don't. And I you know I was just thanking universe for that as well. It's like, thank you for this. And I'm so grateful that I have this. And I just remember as for the next 15 or 20 meters along the beach, I was just rattling off like all of the things that I was grateful for, family, my wife, my kids, my extended family, my parents, all of those wonderful things. And it just kind of grew, but it was a great moment that allowed me to stop and realize what I did have. What you will find is that when you're in that space and your thoughts aren't great, if you're in that and when your silence is not so positive, it's easy to forget what you do have. You start looking at the things that you don't. And that's a very, very tricky space. And it is a very slippery slope. And I have experienced it. But it was just that moment of stopping and thinking. And that is a great moment. And that is conscious of it. It made me aware of that very, very moment. I wasn't thinking about the future. I wasn't even thinking about like five hours down the track. I was just there. It was a moment. It was beautiful. And what that does is it resets yourself. It resets your brain. It resets your emotional state. And it brings you not just back to center, but it relieves that pain. Even right now, as I'm talking about this, uh, spirit's kind of jumping in here. And I love it because it was kind of like doing that simple exercise of gratitude. It was like taking medicine for a headache. It was like because the headache was there and at that time my life was felt like the headache. It really did because it wasn't going the way I really wanted to do it, all that kind of stuff. But by going down there and having that moment breathing in, it was like the, you know, the Panadol and Eurofin or the Advil had finally kicked in and there was relief. And you know what? Uh, this is the first time ever I've ever described it like that. But I love that because that's exactly what it's like. And I think most of us have had those headaches where you finally, once the medicine kicks in, you're like, oh, that pain's gone away and I feel so much more normal now. That's what gratitude does for you, right? So that's a great thing. It doesn't take much to do. It doesn't take a lot to work through. You could simply just sit out on, you know, a veranda somewhere or go to a cafe and have a cup of coffee. Just stop and have a look and go, I'm happy for this moment. I've got five minutes to myself. I'm really enjoying this cup of coffee or whatever it might be. You might just go sit in a park and just listen to the birds or look at the birds and go look at the beautiful colors that on, you know, on their feathers and things like that. Or look at the flowers that are around. We forget where we are a lot of the time because we get so wrapped up in our own world. And when we do, that leads to that kind of silence that can lead us to pain. And so if you can, gratitude will really help you. Just remember, gratitude is something that you really feel. That's the key thing. You need to feel that one. The feeling's great because it does flip that switch, and that's when you'll get that real reprieve, like taking medicine for a headache. All right? So hopefully that understanding and might even encourage you to give that a go. Now, another thing, which is a lot easier, okay, gratitude is you have to take time for yourself, which is not a bad thing. Like I said, it's a muscle. It's a great practice to get into, and it'll really help you. But something that's a little bit easier but can help you and is also important for your own brain is the simple thing of like when you're going into that or you're having those negative thoughts or negative things and when that, you know, they start weighing down on you, just 
flip your statements. Look for the positive. It's easier in the aspect of doing it. And what I mean by that is like, you know, you can do it any moment, any time. You can be laying in bed. You can flip a statement. You can be having breakfast. You can flip a statement. You can be having a moment at work and you can flip a statement. You can do it anywhere. Like, you know, gratitude you can do anywhere as well. But I tend to find that I like to really, you know, have great intention when I do my gratitude work. Whereas flipping it is very much in the moment right there and then and learning to catch your own thoughts. So it can happen anywhere at any point. So in the actual practical sense of doing it, it's easy. But in terms of learning to do it and getting it right and keeping the habit up, that's harder. I won't lie. So the simple thing is, it's like it's something that I, I'm, I'm taking through with my group at the moment because we're doing a great exercise about, you know, what's your treasure? Let's dig for your treasure. What's this really mean? And through that process, a lot of the members are kind of going, oh, this is hard. Like, I, what is my treasure? Or, you know, where do I start? I'm not sure. Oh, I don't know. Or I'm lost. So all of these kind of particular statements, you know, I'm lost, I'm not sure, this is hard, I'm overwhelmed, where do I start? See, these are all quite uh, negative statements. And what happens is that it, it freezes our neurons in our brain. So a simple way, and in this example, is to flip it around. I love this because it was something that I've been learning as well, which is great. And it is just simply kind of go look at it and go, instead of sitting in that space of that pain, in that little thought and that silence of that, you know, of that pain, come back and go, instead of thinking, I'm overwhelmed, I'm not sure, I'm stuck, I'm lost, simply stop yourself and go, okay, you can be overwhelmed. It's okay to be overwhelmed. It's okay to feel lost. It's okay to feel stuck. But right now and from this moment forward, you're going to learn something. You're going to learn how to move forward. You're going to learn something different. You're going to learn something about yourself. And all of a sudden, by changing that thought and just flipping those statements around just that little bit, you all of a sudden remap and rewire your brain for that positive thing and for those positive thoughts. That'll help you to switch your silence and your thoughts from that negative space more into the peaceful one and the happy one. So there are a quick couple of exercises that you can do to help you to get into that better space. So just remember the gratitude, I really, really do recommend that. That's a powerful, powerful one. And But do it constantly. You can't just do it once. You know, the more you do it, the more you'll feel it, the more you'll get into it. Uh, and the same thing is even with flipping your statements or catching your own thoughts at the time and learning to, you know, re-say them or rethink them, it will take time and practice. So I don't want to lead you down the garden path and think that, you know, you do this once, everything's going to be fine and dandy. Bum, bum, no. This is practice. It is a muscle. It is no different. You're not going to go and run off a marathon straight away. You're going to tie yourself out, if not hurt yourself and injure yourself. So the whole thing is you've got to lead up to it. Practice, 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 practice. And that's what it leads to for yourself. When you do, the more you do, the more you are creating that space in your mind, the more that brain fog is going to lift, the more clarity you're going to get in your life, the more flow and connection you are going to get in your life. And that is something that I want for all of you. I love it when I have that flow. There is nothing like it in the world. It just, you kind of go, cool, I can do this. I'm heading this. I've got no worries in the world. Bang, 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 away we go. And that's where I want you to be. And these are a couple of ways to do that. 
The other thing too is it's like when you work with this and you start to be aware of where your mind is at and where your thoughts are at and your silent space is at, it will also control and determine very significantly what you're receiving and how much you trust it, how much you will believe it versus not believe it. You know, and that's a big thing for me, like when people ask me around, you know, spirit connections and the spirits that I'm talking to, you like, do you believe or do you sense the negative spirits? And the thing is, no, I don't because I know enough. I've connected enough and I know where my headspace is at. The reason why I bring this up is because when you're connecting or you're receiving anything for yourself, you've got to understand that, you know, spirit and universe have to work with your mind. They don't work with anything else. They can only use your words and your thoughts. They can only use the things that are in here, up in your brain. If it's not there, you're not going to get it. It's pure and simple, all right? So the whole thing is they're going to use what's in your brain. So think about that. If you want more positive things, you want more of a positive, you're going to have to get that positive space to the brain. If you believe you're receiving more negative stuff or receiving more negative things, because your brain and most of your thoughts and where you sit in silence is going to be more on that side of things. And it can change. This is the biggest difference. The difference for me is I know where I sit, I know where I'm at, and that's what I attract, and they're the thoughts that they work with. And that's a big thing. I want you to remember that. Now, Hopefully this has helped. And now to round it out, how do you know? You may be here right now listening to this at the end of this episode thinking, great, Pete, that's helped me, but I'm still not sure whether my silence is good or bad or whether I am changing or not. And here's the thing. Let's bring it right back to those lovely two wolves, the white one and the black one. The whole thing is they are fighting within you. Which one wins? The answer to this is the one that you feed. I want you to remember the one that you feed. If whatever answer you came up with, if you came up more with the black one, which we all kind of denote more as a slightly negative, okay? If you said black straight away, and even though you might not think you're a negative person, that will start to allude to the fact that you may have some more work to do there. If you're working on the white things, doesn't mean you're perfect. There's still work to be done, but you may find it easier. But the whole thing is it means you are feeding the right one. So whatever which one or which wolf you chose, whether it be black or white, it doesn't matter. That is telling you which one you are feeding. It is a great, simple tool to cut through all the crap, get rid of the analysis, and simply go, this is where I'm feeling. If you've landed more on white, you're leaning more towards the positive and happier space. If you're landing on the black, you're leaning towards a little bit more around the doubt, the thoughts, the negativity. And that's fine. That's okay. But we've got things to work on. The other thing too is the wolf that you feed will change throughout your life. And it can change sometimes from week to week, but more often it will change from month to month or, you know, a period to period. The whole point is though, is like whatever you come up with now, that lets you know where you are. And it's a great way and a self-checking tool, a self-diagnosis tool to help you to know where you're at. And now, though, you may know the answer of how or why this puzzle works or this proverb works. It doesn't matter. If you learn to be honest with yourself and go, if you look at black and white, which wolf wins, you might go, that's black at the moment. You can be honest with yourself. That takes 
far more courage and confidence to be honest with yourself than it is to go, I can't do that exercise now because I know how it works. So be mindful of that. And I just really hope, I just wanted to give you that tool. That's why the wolves are there. That's why we started up like that because I wanted to give you a nice, simple self-diagnosis tool to help you remember. And if you're not sure about yourself, if you're thinking, I like that tool, I can't use it, Here's another little tidbit that Spirit have literally just given me right now. If you're not comfortable enough and brave enough to kind of trust yourself with the answer that you're giving yourself around which wolf will win or which one you're feeding, ask your friend. If there were two wives, this one, uh, two wolves, this one's white, this one's black, and this is what they mean, and they're fighting within me, which one do you think I'm feeding? You can actually ask an external person that you do trust and they'll be honest with you. And that's another great way of you know, giving yourself the tools to help stay on track and knowing how to get back to that place of the good silence, getting back to those good thoughts. I really do hope this has helped you. And I'd love for you to let me know which wolf you did end up choosing at the very, very beginning of it. Let me know your thoughts where it is with this now. Remember, it is what, well, which one you are feeding. That is the key. Remember, look after yourselves. Nurture yourself and especially nurture your energy. Nurture your feelings. Nurture your mind. It's really, really important. That will help you with the connection and it's going to help you to get back in flow and really start living. I'm Pete Weems. This is the Inner Power Podcast. Thanks for joining me and I'll see you in the next episode.